Hey, welcome to Guitar Knobs, the guitars, gear, noise, and nonsense podcast hosted today by these knobs. Jeff. Jay Donovan. Aaron. Aaron. <laughs> yeah, come on. Yeah. <laughs> and me, I'm Todd Novak. How are you guys doing? Um, okay, so we were just uh, discussing Aaron's headphones as we came on here and uh, uh, our the company we work for just bestowed upon us some rad Marshall headphones gratis and free he got the brown ones which yeah, is kind of so weird we, we we all had a choice between uh, the black ones the white ones or the brown ones and so why I chose the brown uh, I figured that everybody was going to go black or white and I'm like, yeah, yeah, gotta run yeah. against the grain. And Nobody? honestly, it's probably Come more on. the Michael Jackson joke. It's more of a. <laughs> <clears throat> I went with that for more of a, a vintage. To be clear, I'm talking about this song. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really uncomfortable. The actual song. <laughs> <laughs> we've done it. We've done it. <laughs> okay, so yeah, you got you got the brown ones. Yeah, and they kind of look like an office chair. Brown. Well, that, that's what I dig about it. It's, there's like a there's a seventies vibe or a to catcher's it. Catcher's mitt. <laughs> catcher's mitt. <laughs> but the the headphones themselves are pretty wicked cool. Yeah, I, uh, they're um, <clears throat> I, there's a good bass response to it, which which I'm not I normally am not happy with in a lot of headphones, and even I, I'm going to say you don't it, like the bass response, right? Or, or uh, it's and, not and, good enough. And these they're they're really good. I I, I think or they get too boomy. I find it like a well, lot that's, of cans get too boomy. Yeah, that, that's just it. They'll they'll get boomy, but this this is a good. I, I don't know. It's just a good. Um, I, I don't know. I just dig the sound. So when I I pick black, yeah, white. Because Marshalls are black. Not all of them. Oh, I, that's why I was looking to see if there is such thing as a brown Marshall that I've never seen in person, but uh, they, they do have brown. They had red ones. Well, yeah. They got to have brown ones. You would well, think, but I've never seen a brown one that, in real life. They had the Lemmy one a while back, too. I don't know if those are actually the Lemmy ones that you're wearing, but, uh, you know, the Lemmy headphones were, like, all mid-range. The... the and so you said these have a lot of bass response? I wouldn't say a lot of bass. It's just like perfect. It's perfectly in between um, the low end of the spectrum and, and starting again to the, the low mids. It's, I yeah. don't know. I, I, just, I find it to be a, a very balanced response. I was, I was really impressed with the sound on them. Yeah. Um, they were, uh, so they got the detachable cord. Yep. They also have a phone in it or the, you know, phone, yeah, microphone, the microphone. So you're able to do that. They're not over the ear. They're on ear. Yes. For super nice padding. Totally adjustable. Like, they're really... I was impressed by them greatly. But then I plugged them in, and I was even more impressed. Uh, one thing that I noticed... So I used them for two two things. I was, I was watching um, a lot of YouTube, and it was really interesting uh, watching one show, and when they were... They were... The, the room mic that they were capturing the sound on, which was an ambient mic, when they cut to what was being plugged in, it shifted. So, like, it, literally, it, it shifted in my head. The, the music went um, to the back, and, the, and the, the, their actual voices went to the, went to the front. I, I'm not sure, you know, I'm, obviously they, they must have set it up that way, but the fact that the headphones were actually able to discern that were, was, was pretty cool. 
um, yeah, and nice really good range. So then after that, I plugged him into my Mac um, and was practicing. And I, the sound on those things was like, whoa, huge, re- really nice range. Because right now I'm using kind of over-the-air cans. And um, they do they get they kind of get a little, like, boomy in there. Yeah. So they, these are cool. So these are the major two? Yeah, these are the major two. Brown. Major two brown Marshall headphones. Yep, 119 bucks. Good U- deal. U.S. American Oh, I didn't know it was that level. I thought it was the cheaper level. No. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah. First things first. Uh, let's talk about what happened new for us this week. Anything in our music worlds. I think Jeff should start. Tell, oh. tell tell the good people what's, what's oh, yeah. new in your world. Yeah, there is a new uh, a new pedal that appeared Ooh. at my door. Really, Mister Novak? Yeah, yeah. I <laughs> got the bug because you uh, were hyping up the idea of pedals. I'm like, I should try a pedal. Wait, have, what do you mean, like a pedal? Like well, you've used pedals before? To be clear, <laughs> no. This is not no. your first rodeo on guitar or pedals or gear. <laughs> pedal wise, pedal wise, limited. Limited. I've just had I had some delays and some chorus flanges, but I've never had an overdrive distortion pedal. Oh, that's interesting. So what did you I've be played used through for? Some, but I've never used. I just use the the amp distortion. Oh, okay. So, um, yeah, I wanted something. So I have a a uh, old crate vintage fifty, mm-hmm. which is not known at all for its distorted tone. So no, it's, it's loud. It's known for its it's clean channel, which is supposed to be you know decent. Mm-hmm. So, like, do I really want to buy another amp at this point? Because I've been using amp sims for so long, and yeah, ah, do I really want to spend money on an amp at this point? And I'm like, well, I have a kick-ass, you know, you can't say that 50 watt. You said say louder, kick-ass 50 watt. Well, I shouldn't say kick-ass, a decent 50 watt clean amp. And like, I'm gonna play with overdrive pedals. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? I, I don't know. You're playing like Jenga with the bottle Sorry. or something, right? Like Sorry. Think. Yeah. So I, uh, I got a J, JHS Andy Timmons uh, distortion pedal. Ooh. Which was the Charlie Brown derivative. So he came out with his own signature model. Uh, just happened upon it through the, uh, the pedal guys and. I started watching him play, and I'm like, wow, I really love his sound. He's got great sound. And he basically said, I, he uses a, a, a Mesa Stiletto amp, and he's like, I don't even need that anymore because I get all my sound out of this pedal. A lot of my sound comes from this pedal. I'm like, that's intriguing. I want to try that. So, Which pedal is it? The Andy Timmons. Yep. Right there. This one right here. Yeah. It's red. Wow. Their website looks like a... Candy store. Yes, a lot of candy. <laughs> like colors. Every pedal, every many colored pedals. They look cool. So what? What? What drove you to that Shiny. actual pedal? Get uh, no overdrive joke intended. Yeah, I mean it was the reviews from those guys. I watched a couple of their things. They were, they featured the Angry Charlie pedal, right? And and then like I, like I said, I saw Andy Timmons and he played through it, and I watched a bunch of his videos, and it's like this this cat's pretty sweet. Tone. So you liked it better than the Angry Charlie. Uh, it just had so Angry Charlie's got like it has a lot of hype around it right now. They're it has they're very much the anyways. same. Um, you can watch some of the videos and they describe the difference. But basically, mm-hmm. it has a switch on there, which you can set it to like a uh, 
they, they call it headroom. So um, there's like super headroom and then low headroom and you get like a super saturated distortion sound at the click of the switch. So it's, uh, I've only messed around with it for a day now. So it's pretty cool. How much did that cost you? Well, what is that price on that guy? One ninety nine. That's the angry Charlie. Oh, that's the angry Charlie. Two nineteen, I think, is what they were selling it for. Two nineteen. Is that too much for pedal? Is that out of the range? For is that we need we need to have that sampled so that anytime <laughs> we're just gonna point at you. <laughs> I don't know. You can, I could return it. I, it's Sweetwater 30-day return no, policy. Well. So if it sucked, I, I just send it back. These are handmade, though, right? Or are they... Mis- what's uh, I don't think they're, yeah. they're handmade. What's, what's it say on their site? It says... I think it says handmade. But... I don't know. I, I don't see anything about handmade specifically. They're not... Definitely, they're not point-to-point wired. They are, they are boards. Okay. So I don't think they're oh, handmade. Yeah. Well, I mean, somebody's making them probably by hand, but I mean, that, there's that, a hand making them in some way. A lot. <laughs> they plant, they, they plant seeds, and the <laughs> petals grow from the ground, and they harvest them. Oh boy. Yeah. Well, that's cool, man. I'm, I hope you uh, get some awesome tones out of that. Yeah, so you, you should. Uh, Are you going to mod it at, mod it at all? No. You should borrow it and see what you think. I will. Since you're in distortion overdrive mode too, so yeah, it says that um, it, it's looking for the classic British gain of the the JCM 800. That's Which kind of like the the actual tone. Pretty much captures it. So, which is pretty amazing anymore in pedals these days. Which they can actually get yeah. a amp sound out of a small box these days, which is crazy. Yeah, those are those are made in Kansas, City. Kansas City, Missouri, or Kansas. Or Kansas? <laughs> yeah. We don't know. How do we know? Kansas City? I think so. But, uh, yeah, they Grand are built Missouri. by hand. Missouri. 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 Yeah. I was Missouri. I was right. Missouri. I was yeah, right. Let's be proper. Cool. All right. That sounds like a fun thing to land at your doorstep. Jay, anything for you? Anything new going on? I'm still trying to sell a, a Rhodes piano. That's the only <laughs> yeah. thing new. Meow. Yeah. And it's a great one. Can um, you get... Detail? Can you get sexy on it? Let me get sexy on it. And someone actually, a Craigslist person said said that in their email. Really? Like, what? Can you make sexy that, on it? That's crazy. Uh, um, yeah, it's a 70, 1978. Does it have a synthesizer? That was you. You punked me in the middle of this podcast. I've been having you <laughs> Okay, I oh, want. I have been slow I'm to so respond. Right <laughs> I've been slow to respond because the message said, "I want to come inside. Come to your house Wait, and come inside of your." I said, "I want to come to your house and like see it and go inside of your house and like." <laughs> You know, it, it sounded a little weird, and I was like, "Well." And you're like, "Is Alex a feet. man or a woman? Am I okay with this?" <laughs> I deliver. I deliberately chose. I went to the. I went to the internet, and I said, uh, uh, "Popular, uh, ambiguous, or um, you know, popular unisex name." And the first one that came up was Alex. I'm like, "Cool, that's it." <laughs> That's so great. I've been Holy. I've been working on this for like a week and a half. <laughs> I've, been, I've been like day two, taking two days, 
to respond holy okay i, I got a high five real, for that one in all re- i am realistically still trying to sell this <laughs> yeah, yeah. this part is true and it is a great roads yeah and now i feel a lot better that no one is stalking me and trying to <laughs> enter my home and other than time oh man roads. I'm I'm sweating. Holy <laughs> shit. That was oh my god! Yeah, I I had my story concocted, and uh, I meant to create a, a new email address so I could also get in on that action. But cat's out of the bag. So, okay. <laughs> but the question was going to involve tuning. Tuning of tuning. Yeah, we're roads. we're we're eating it at Dirty Frank's, uh, which is a hot dog place, not a strip club. And, um, I mean, if it was, you know, everybody's up to their own thing, that's fine. Yeah. Um, but you know, we're sitting there, okay, now how how can we do it? So we're not, it's gotta be, it's gotta be plausible. It freaks me out, man. Yeah. Like, like, does it have a synthesizer? Like someone looking at it would go like, that looks like a synthesizer. That's not a piano. What did I respond? I think I said, Alex, this is a electric piano. Wait, I'm going to look it up while you guys. It was hilarious. Super oh, fun. Oh, God. Anyway, yeah. so you're still trying to sell that. Good luck. Yeah. It's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful 78 uh, Rhodes 73 stage. And it is gorgeous. It just takes up a lot of space. Yeah. I don't have a lot of space right now. And I want to give it on to the rest of the world. So and, yeah. and you can make sexy on it. And, and you can. <laughs> oh. All right. You're, you're up now. <laughs> the fact that I'm, you didn't even pick up on that to like the third or fourth. I like, that's like, just, I know. Somebody said, just like, email. Laying it on thick with the, with the, with the clues. That was wonderful. Oh, man. Oh, so satisfying. <laughs> Aaron, what do you have going on? Uh, well, it's funny because uh, this has been a very long day for me. It's six thirty at night when we're here talking, but I was awake at three thirty in the morning. I just woke up and um, I was up for the day, so headed down uh, into my basement. And uh, there was a song that I uh, wrote a couple years ago, just the music for, and. Um, <clears throat> So I had recorded it a few years ago in GarageBand, but recently I, I purchased Logic and just wanted to wanted to have more control. So that's that's why I switched over, especially in the mix. So I uh, tracked tracked that song. I, I don't know, maybe a week and a half ago. But so since I had the time, I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna mix. So I I got down and, and started mixing and and trying to. Um, uh, really get a good guitar tone, which uh, some of the plugins are okay, but it's, um, I don't know. I, I feel like I need... You're still like cracking into this thing though, right? Yeah, yeah. But Have you I had mean, Logic before? Uh, years ago. Okay. Um, but now since it's a lot more like GarageBand, it's, yeah. just like, it's, it's now more like GarageBand on steroids. Um, a lot of things translate over, so it, including those guitar tones. So yeah, while I'm, I am sort of cracking it open. Um, a lot of the guitar presets and plugins are very much like GarageBand. So yeah, um, we could uh, talk about plugins well, for hours. That's, that's another show. Yeah. Well, <laughs> this is I also love a talking about plugins. A foreshadowing for later in in this in this show that that. Yeah, no, I've said too much. No, no. okay, I've said too easy, much. easy killer, easy killer. <laughs> can I read our email? Can I come back to our email exchange? <laughs> I found the email exchange, and I just want to read this, just so you know what was going through my mind. 
I posted on Craigslist a 1978 Rhodes Mark I 73 <clears throat> stage piano for sale, and I get an email that says, this looks delish from 384 key. This looks delish. Is it sturdy enough to get sexiness on it? <laughs> I am very desiring of this if it's still available. Meow. <laughs> to which I responded, it's in really good shape. And then the next email <laughs> said, oh, nicey, nice. Also, does it have synthesizer? I would like to come to your house and have some listens. I have cash, Alex. To which I responded, Alex, when do you want to schedule time to look at this? I'm not sure what you mean by synthesizer. <laughs> <laughs> and then that was the end of our communication yeah. until tonight when I found uh, out I was punked. So great. Yes. Very so what type good. of oh, dialect man. were you putting on that? It was like a half English... I don't know. I don't know. It was just sort of weird. I don't, you know, I was trying to leave it as open ended as possible, you know? Very ambiguous, just like the name Alex. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So this week, um, I, so I recently just got a, uh, a Vox AC 15 C1. Uh, and, uh, I love it. But, Oh, it the top, you know, the control panel is it's, it's all black. You know, the older ones, you know, they've had some different colors in the past. Um, there's someone walking on the roof right now. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. Um, so there, it's it's all black, and um, the controls are. I mean, the Vox controls are just really different than, than you know, like a Fender or a Marshall. They're they're a little bit more interpretive in on how you handle like. Um, and because of that, and also because, so the, ch- the there's chicken head knobs. Um, so the chicken heads, you guys are familiar with the chicken heads got a, we got uh, a beak. Yeah. yeah. It, you know, got pointy in the front and kind of square in the back and they're long, but they, they're super smooth. Um, and, and a, a little too fast. So if you, if you bump it, they're not loose. I mean, it's really, it feels very sturdy. But they're just incredibly smooth to the touch. So, like, if you just if you just bump it a little bit, you're gonna you know the dial's gonna go like two numbers over. And they're black, so black knobs on a black dial, and and it's set in the back too. So if I'm on stage, it's also on an angle, right? Well, I have it on an angle because it's on a stand. So oh. I, I I've got but, a I've got a stand purchase. But even the plate, oh no, the plate <clears throat> looks. The plates, the plates flat. Yeah. 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 And so I, I just realized I'm like, this is, this isn't a a super good user experience right now. (laughs) So I went to the Amazons and, uh, ordered some white chicken heads. Now I had the option of going white or antique cream. Um, and I think that like my, my gut instinct, like right off the bat, I was like, Oh, you got to get cream because it's like. It's, right, it's that's an older style. That's exactly but, right. But um, I'm a little bit, you know, our drummers called me OCD in the past. I don't believe I'm OCD. But I just like things to be particular. Like, right, yeah, I'm particular, particular. about things. I'm particular. So it actually has white, like bright white piping uh, around the grill. So I said, nope, I'm going to match it to the bright that's- white. And as soon as I put them on, it was like, holy mackerel, I can actually see everything, even in the dark the dark corner where I have the, the actual amp. So it's tilted back a little bit, so the amp is facing up, so it's projecting yeah. towards me. Um, and I can still 
absolutely see the knobs uh, really easily. So that was, that cost all of like six bucks. And um, yeah, it was, it was fun. I don't like leaving things the way they are. I tend to, for better or for worse, change them up. Yeah, you got to put your thumbprint on it. Yeah. So anyways, that's what is new for me. So um, how much experimentation or sounds or, or what, what kind of sound are you trying to get out of that thing? The AC-15, I'm trying to get a, well, I mean, if you buy an AC-15 you're, or any of the AC series, you're, you're not, you know what sound you're going to get. So, I mean, it's, it's a little bit thicker in the middle. Mm-hmm. It's not um, as sharper. I, I think the fenders can sound kind of hollow. Um, they don't have the, the bottom end like a, like a Marshall. Um, so I actually, I, I, I typically play pretty straight ahead rock. Um, um, you know, I guess you could think like, uh, Billy Duffy or, um, you know, some, some, the like of that. And then also, um, do a lot of stuff for, uh, uh you know, we got the clash, tribute band and um so i need something that's that has got some weight to it but isn't going to get lost on stage and and just have a big giant you know bottom end like i wouldn't never run a marshall for the kind of stuff i play and uh fender is just it's it's too bright i need a little bit more a little bit more muscle um and uh and it's just it's a really nice warm tone um and uh yeah so of your arsenal, is there, uh, I should say, guitar arsenal, is there... Guitar arsenal? That's a thing. I just made that. that. Yeah. We uh, trademarked it just, just now. Mm-hmm. So uh, of your guitar arsenal, is there one that, <laughs> that pairs very well? Say it three times, <clears throat> Candyman shows up. Uh, is there one that pairs well, particularly well with the sound of the box? Well, that's that's what I was really surprised about. Um, having never owned a box before... Um, I, the interpretive knobs on it, cause it's not it, your, your, your straight channel and channel one doesn't have like the classic EQ. It doesn't have a base, a, a mid and a treble. Um, it's got a mid cut and interesting. And that is basically how you dial in your sound. It, the one that I have also has a top boost channel, which does have, um, the EQ on it. So you, you kind of get like almost two amps in one, which is really cool. Um, but I mean, they all sound like so different. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's really great. Um, it, they each, each one sounds like the guitar is supposed to sound. And that's, that's the way I think. So the difference between like, if I plug, um, uh, my Sheraton or, or my telly or the telly with the P nineties on it, into a fender it kind of all sounds like a fender yeah yeah and i plug this into plug all three into you know or any of the other ones into um the vox and they all they all have gained their own character which i'm I'm just i'm really happy with it so can you reach your uh sorry can you reach your uh level of distortion on that does it get pretty drivey? Well, so it doesn't. It doesn't actually have like a distortion right. channel. Yeah. Um. Uh, which I didn't want. That I wanted. Yeah. Like I wanted like pure clean sound. What the cool thing is that the top boost. So it's got a master volume, and then it's got channel one volume, and then it also has a top boost volume. 
So if you have your master volume low, you can push your channel one volume yeah. like mm-hmm. way high and you're essentially pushing the amp. Right. So it sounds like an overdriven right. amp. <clears throat> now, granted, it's not like you're dri- like if you plugged in an overdrive pedal. That said, when I did that halfway, so I pushed the amp a little bit because I mean, if if you even if you have if you have your your channel one volume up and then you start to push up on on your master channel, it gets way loud, right? Which is cool if you're on stage, right. but if you're practicing in the right. house, it's you know you want to keep it to a minimum. So to help that out, and if you if you spike if you spike the channel volume but keep the master volume down. It, it feels like a little dry. It almost gets a little fizzy. So to help that out, that's when I kick in the overdrive pedal and I get like the two layers of it. And it's, oh man, it's so nice. Super nice. Yeah, finding the, the right setting for, to get the, the the beautiful saturation of the amp. Yeah. is pretty damn loud. Yeah. So even at 15 watts, doesn't sound like a lot, but it's... No, it, it isn't. I mean, loud. I'm no, I'm not even like exaggerating at all. I keep the master volume at one in the house nice and then i push i push the uh the channel volumes up and if i even push once i do that if i push the master volume to two it's like whoa i'm gonna get the neighbors climbing all over me so yeah really stoked on it anyhow enough about me and my vox right now uh, more I, to come I, on that I'm i think we're gonna do a dive into like you know everybody's different amps gear, of choice and, oh yeah oh yeah we got loads we got loads we're just we're just starting we're, we're we you're just hatched more gear we there, have just you? hatched you sold all your gear you're gonna have to buy more gear now uh, <laughs> am i yes oh, you are yeah. it's mandatory okay we've got a budget <laughs> no we we have no budget <laughs> so um okay question for this episode uh the big one is what are you jonesing for right now? I'm. We'll hit this many more times, but right now, right this like moment, this magic moment. Sorry, well, what are you jonesing for? I'll chime in. Yeah. Um, again, you know, going to this basement of mine. Um, so recently, this is sounding creepy when you put know, it like that. I know. And the Wait, basement. Are you, do you wear a robe? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> the basement is a little creepy at this point. So um, it's a, it, it's a it's a brand new, newly built house. So it's an unfinished basement. So my my corner of the house is just bad acoustically. So I've been really chosen for just acoustic treatments to get. I don't know. I, I, mm, something yes. needs deadened. Yes. Dead. Like some foam, foam tiles and stuff? Well, I mean... Or it's some like, panels, like dropped panels. All of the above. I mean, if I had if I had the cash... Are you going to build this little room in, eventually, a right, in a right way? Eventually. Uh, I mean, that, that's, are you gonna that's do sort that? of the plan. I mean, honestly, it's like I, I want to... I want to do soundproofing right and actually get a soundproofed room in my basement. So wait, are you trying to clarify... Are we trying to soundproof or are we trying to control right, right now? It's just control the sound. So you're looking to, to dampen any, any, um, any like wall echoes oh, or yeah. any ringing or oh, yeah. anything like that. Yep. So that obviously, obviously big difference between that and like soundproofing. Oh, absolutely. I mean, and yeah, so when, when, 
when my concrete in the basement is fully dry, which I was told takes. <laughs> Did you build a, a bunker? <laughs> what? No. <laughs> The builder said that, yeah, you really shouldn't finish this basement for at least a year uh, yeah, to sort true. the concrete, uh, con- concrete, concrete dry. <laughs> concrete. You gotta let that concrete die. <laughs> Tell you what. So yeah, I mean, eventually I'll, I'll, I'll get to finishing that level and then right. have my own space because the the wife and kids take up the rest. I love them, by the way. They're they're great. The space. People. The, great the spaces. People. No, my great people. Oh. <laughs> at, at home but you know daddy needs a little a little time to himself now again so uh that that's the big one and that, that also sounds so, really so short-term solution there's a couple ways you can handle that tom waits song about that <laughs> <laughs> a little time. okay yes drop your wisdom on us yeah, so, uh, you, Jeff, I mean, jeff's really into this I, type I, of stuff bad I mean, habit of reading up. too much material about this um but short term yeah of course is you could go to Home Depot. Mm-hmm. I've heard of it. Yes. <laughs> um, you can buy some, oh, I forgot the name of this now. I keep wanting to say Rolex. It's not Rolex. It's the other. <laughs> it's not Don't buy a Rolex at it's Home Depot. Rolex. <laughs> I have to get the brand name again, but it's basically um, thick, thicker fiberglass material. Tilex. Not Tilex. <laughs> <laughs> it's thicker than pink fiberglass. Thinner than the Owens Corning, which the like the that's a very seven hundred five. That's panels, good stuff. That which is that Owens Corning stuff. You're supposed to use, but it's hard to find, hard to get, expensive. So Rock Roxel, there it is. So you can go there and get Roxel um, and build. Is that the thin concrete, like concrete board? No, that you put no, it's, on the back? no, it's thick, uh, dense paper fiberglass. Oh. oh, so you can buy some sheets of that. <laughs> Or you actually buy it in a bag. What's, and its, you what's build, its primary use? Like it's sound insula- insulation. Oh, sound insulation. Sound and warmth insulation. Okay. Okay. Like regular fiberglass. Mm-hmm. It's right. just a more so you can um, sweat it off to the oldies. It's more acoustic version that they have <laughs> of it. So build some panels, meaning basically build something to hold it, like right. a frame. Like a frame, wrap some fabric around it, right. make them portable somehow so you can just move them around. Oh, that's a great idea. And you just surround yourself with them. And so that will eliminate envelop myself. So kind of all your re- reverberation issues, not all of them, but it will help a lot with the re- the uh, reverberation. Yeah, the other thing I kind of want to get in along that's, that. I'm going to do that. That's a great idea. I know. Along that vein is you can get those uh, mic stand versions. So if you're recording vocals, you can get a yeah. little wrap around. I would, uh, I would opt for the bigger. Well, version. no, 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 no. Yeah. yeah. But any, any, any sound control I can do yeah. in the short term would be awesome. There are, I've seen so many at Craigslist ads cause I'm totally addicted. Um, don't call me about, <laughs> about, uh, you know, you can get a, Oh, I've got, you know, 15 or 20, uh, square foot tiles, you know, with the angles and all that business, you know, pick them up for like 30 bucks for the whole pile or something like that. Um, the only thing is then you got to attach them somehow. Yeah. Which can be problematic. I like Jeff's solve for that, that, especially if you're not dry, because then what you can do after that, you could probably hang them proper, like from the ceiling or from, or, or from the wall so that they're off of the wall, which actually, yeah is a better yep. sound reducer or reverberation reducer, however you want to call that. Um, I'm sure all the audio files are just crawling <laughs> in their grave so right you, now. You shouldn't mm. do that. Don't yeah. listen to him. 
That's cool. That's a good idea. I like um, that. So, and then, okay, so I alluded to this other thing that I'm chosen for. Wait. Uh, you only get one. You Jones. get one thing to Jones. No. You got a Jones. We got four Jonesings going Jonesy. on. It's, I'll make this one quick then. <laughs> okay, there's no rules in rock and roll. Go for it. Amplitude for. No, don't do it. Yes. No. No. I, I no. Wait, earlier Amplitude. That, no. Yes. Yeah, so, uh, is it a program? Plug in? Yeah, plug in. Don't so, do it. It's the I, I K multimedia. No. I, Jeff Jeff no. says no, but yeah, but my, uh, my but see he he does he does a lot of, of computer plugging in. I mean, not computer plugging in, but plugins on on his uh, on computer. Well, see, he's making this opinion known without actually using it. So. I demoed it. Well, that's your problem. <laughs> You have to buy it. Okay, so yeah, tell don't. us why so, you want to do this so no, badly. Because, I mean, ultimately, I, I do want to build my uh, bank of plugins, mm-hmm. you know, to have all kinds of different uh, guitar tones I can dial in. I mean, because that is my my primary source of amplification since I have sold all my uh, music equipment and amps outside of my guitars and so really, to be clear, you're selling your like I guess you could, for lack of better terms, your analog equipment, yes. stage style equipment, yes. to opt for home recording equipment. Yes, gotcha. That's 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 my shtick. Gotcha. So you want amplitude? Is it expensive? Um, you, there's different variations of that's it. Where they get you? Yeah. <laughs> well, you are right because IK Multimedia <laughs> has the custom shop. Yes, uh, where you can download individual like. Uh, Fender. I've used or, it. I think it's great. I think Jeff's wrong. That's possible. <laughs> Thanks, Jay. We're two to one here. Two to one. Yeah, so, so I haven't used it. They have an HD. Do you have the HD connector for it? The you're talking about the iRig. That's and different. No, no, that's a that's different. That, that works with it. You can use. You the, could. Yeah. No, yeah, but he's talking about using it in as a VST on your in your software, not as a. The sounds are good. Don't listen. I. They're all right. <laughs> I'm not saying they're bad. I'm just saying for the money. Hmm. S-gears. Well, I'd go S-gear. Scuffman S-gear. Well, I know. You lo- you love to scuff them. Yeah. But uh, I, I got to start somewhere. And that's not to say that I'm not ever going to get into the scuff them. But I they're mean, about the same price. Well, so be it. Right? Well, yeah. So when my, my last band recorded our album, I believe uh, I I just used my direct tone. I didn't, I didn't do the whole, you're in a studio, we're going to... Mike your cab. It's free? No. (laughs) The the Minister of Information just looked it up and I saw the word free. They just came out with a new version. Yeah, the new... Three top VST plugins. They have some, right? Some that are free and then some that aren't. Is that the deal? Yeah. um, And and really, that's how they sell you is like, oh, Custom Shop is free. Yeah, Custom Shop is free, but the individual modules that you download... Ooh, strike. Yeah, that's where they hook, line, and sinker. So... Full uh, point. Cookie. (laughs) <laughs> that, that he was just you know, I win like a, I was the old video what was the old video full point I again. know it's $119 so S gear is cheaper than that how much is S gear I think it's 99 bucks 99 whole, whole 99 whole 99 so you're saving what like 20 bucks well well we're talking about performance too not just money <clears throat> This is riveting, Jay. What do you? Yeah. What do you? Want? <laughs> what am I judging for? Fight over this. Yeah, I need an overdrive pedal. I need. I need like overdrive or 
Oh, base overdrive, though. Yeah, for a base. Um, or what I've used before in the past, I've used like a fuzz sometimes. Like a old, I had a Savtech big Ooh. muff that, I, that was a guitar fell, but I would yeah. use it on bass, and it was really, it was really awesome. Um, so why not do that again? Because I don't have it, but I, I don't know if that's well, quite... It was really dirty. It was like super dirty, actually. Dirty, baby. Dirty. Did, did it kill your low, your low frequencies? It, no, a little bit, a little bit. Okay. So that's why I need something. And I also used something called a big dog, which was a, a pedal my friend, this, my friend who's a, who's a dog? Ace, ace guitarist up in uh, Ann Arbor. This guy named Alex Anist owns this company called Phoenix Custom Electronics, and he makes pedals. He does make hand. We hand should get him pedals. in here. We, we or have him dial in. He is, he's the, the master. Cool. He, uh, anyway, he made me one called the big dog. And I, I told him, I was like, I want it to have, I want it to be like a fuzz, and I want it to have a button that I press, and when I press that button, it has to have a light, and I want something insane to happen. <laughs> that was my that's, only, awesome. that's what I told that's him. That's awesome. He's like, he's like, okay. And like, don't tell me what happens, but. What kind of light did description ever? It was a red light. And it okay, little, red it light. It came and it had this picture of a dog on it, and it was called the Big Dog. And the Big Dog was. It's the name of a van I used to have, a, a 84 Ford conversion van. This is getting oh, great. I love this blue story. Yes. So he made, he made it blue, and he made it like the van. And, uh, um, so anyway, he made me this pedal, and sure enough, I don't know what it, it had, like, a lot of knobs on the side, and I had a little switch I could switch, and it would go, <laughs> and be like painful. Like an auto wah or something? No, it would just be like... Like a bit crusher? Yeah, like or so. You're gonna make so, us guess like all the like pedals out there till we hit it. It was like just destroying itself. A self, a, a, a bit crushing auto wah. Flange. It wasn't an auto wah. It was just madness. That's awesome. But it doesn't work. That it doesn't work anymore. It, like should I, be called a mad dog then. Should be the 2020. Mad dog. That's great. Tell them to build you a mad dog again. All right. PhoenixCustomElectronics.com. He still makes some. Uh, I don't Phoenix. know if his website's still up, but he still makes pedals. Phoenix as in the city Phoenix or like as the in bird? Like, yeah, like the bird that... Cacaw! It rises from the <laughs> I, I don't, know if that's I don't think Phoenix is doing I think they probably have. Yeah, it's a lot scarier than that. Cacaw! So we were having this discussion so, the other day. So I need a pedal, so... Um, royal Blood, right? You've heard of those guys. Maybe. God, you're really on a Royal Shut Blood up. kick. Shut up. We're going to fight again. All right. I don't know why you got to be I against wait. me. This is going to be good. He's actually turning a little bit red. I know. Royal uh, blood. He's mad. Um, he's legitimately mad. So it's a bass player and a guitar player. It might be the vodka. Sorry, bass player and a drummer, right? And the bass player has a guitar tone and a bass tone at the same time. Oh, so I he looked, splits it kind of like... I looked into his setup the other day because I was like super curious about this. Like, how is he getting that sound? Because I watched the video... On stage, he has like seven amps. Like, there's a Marshall, there's a Fender, there's a, a whole bass rig, and like all this crazy stuff out there. So it was amazing how he was when he was playing. He's getting guitar tone and bass tone at the same yeah, time. That's cool. It's not a, it's not the first to do it, as I found out. But, but he's just using just a like bass. He's use, using a bass. He's using a bass. Yeah. Okay, guitar. So like, look, what, it well, might not be the to find same, what his same what tone you're looking doing. for, but. Well, yeah, that's what I need. Something is it when you're saying he's getting a guitar tone? Like, are you saying like a, like just a higher frequency? Well, it's like he's splitting the signal somehow. He is yeah. splitting the signal. Jack, Jack White maybe did some of that. But he's or playing maybe. distorted guitar at the same time he's playing bass. Okay, so he's got that. You know, he's actually. So it's not an octave 
no, thing. No, no, no. Uh, well, he used an octave it with it. It sounds like it at, at certain points of the performance. He does use an octave pedal with it as well. Aha. Uh-huh. He does use a splitter, but he can basically, he also has a uh, on and off button so he can turn off the bass if he wants. Yeah. Just have the guitar tone playing and then he can hit the button, have the bass back in the mix with the guitar. Right. And if you listen to the song, it's wide, it's thick, and you're like, holy shit, they got a guitar player in that band. and they That's done. cool. You can't say that. You can. He did. Are we allowed to cuss? Yeah. All right. Oh, okay. What about, what about me? What about you? You're checking your phone a lot. No, it's just looking you, at the and time. And your Apple Watch. And you're... You're checking the time. That's yeah, good. No, that's good. Us on, uh, I appreciate task. that. Yeah, because we don't want to. If yeah, because then we'll we don't want to incur extra charges. I don't know. Whatever. Is that there? Okay, so <laughs> that's the weirdest looking video for me. I this is gonna sound weird. I love based it. on what I said. I love it earlier. I, I I really want a like a vibe pedal. So mm. I've a been on pedal? A, a vibe pedal. So I've been checking out um, on like Reverb, reverb Reverb.com. There's two that I'm looking at. Uh, One is um, a Vibe of Verb um, by Keeley. Um, But based on what I've seen from the actual uh, like reviews and demos and stuff, there is there's one called uh, Soul Vibe, which I'm not playing soul music. And it's, a, it's one of these pedals. It's like, okay, if you, someone says, oh, you can have a Keeley, blah, 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 or the, a BBE soul, bi- soul vibe, everybody's going to gravitate towards a Keeley just because, just right off because of the name, I think. But the soul vibe has these really great tones that come out of it. And it's a super uh, simple pedal. It doesn't, it, it doesn't look especially cool or anything. It's like, sort of maroon colored with with two white knobs i mean this it's not an attractive pedal <laughs> but Can you describe the sound of vibe pedal for me yeah I, i'm 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 curious too yeah it's kind of like so like a cab ca- a cab emulator um, it, it's it ha it, it it has qualities of of a phaser it has qualities of a reverb or and a delay and it has um it it's it's kind of its own thing and i never would have been looking at a a vibe pedal like i don't i don't think i ever would look for one um uh they were used a lot in the late 60s and and uh and early 70s i think uh, quite a bit um and typically on more soul oriented music however well, the only reason i'm looking at this is because what i found is um, when I'm using GarageBand, um, especially if I'm playing like some some like big open like Brit rock kind of stuff, I love Brit rock. Um, and if I'm doing something like that, that gives me that extra layer of texture. It's it it's it's not just swim, and it isn't just delay, yeah, and it yeah. isn't just reverb, and it isn't just phaser, and it's like. It, it takes the, the best of each of those and just adds color to the to the sound that doesn't make you feel like like oh wow you've got a vibe pedal on I mean you certainly can make it sound like that you can turn it on to where it's like it's vibing your brains out but 
But I just mm, want yeah, it for like just that like little that. extra. Je ne sais quoi. So, so to speak. Uh, so in a, in a recording environment like GarageBand, yeah, does it like spread the stereo field, or is it just a pretty mono type of effect? You know, that's a good question, and I don't, I don't feel like it's giving me like a stereo pan, right? Um, uh, so I wouldn't say that it's overwhelmingly, and I don't, and I'm not. I'm not setting up my my tracks like special stereo tracks right, or anything right. like that. Um, it just it gives it gives a, 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 a little bit more environment and a little bit more like mystery to the actual tone. Not mystery like like What's full blown like? psychedelia right, or right. you know like something like that, but just like that's a, it, it 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 gives a little extra thumbprint to your to your sound. Now, in GarageBand, um, the one that I'm that I end up using quite a bit is I think it's called just I think it's just called the Vibe. Vibe. Yeah, it's like a it, but, but it, is, it looks like a Mooger Fluger. <laughs> I don't know what I don't. I, well, that's, I just that's don't another know. that's another that's a whole other pedal. But it, yeah, but in GarageBand, it's that it's that multicolor like this. It, yeah, it looks psychedelic, mm-hmm. right? Uh no oh I'm, no I that's why I was saying it, it looks like it it's kind of like a mooger fluger where it's um it it has a uh, like a wood um uh it's got wood uh, what I'm trying to say it's here. got wood it's got wood cool. uh yeah it's got like wood panel sides on it um and uh kind of like I mean it looks like a a, a mooger fluger uh, pedal but. I know that the mover figure can kind of make those sounds. It's not as it's it's way more complex than just a vibe sound, um, but yeah, I'm pretty sure they're modeling it off of mover figure. That said, I don't want to drop three hundred dollars on a movie <laughs> to get just like a little bit of extra atmosphere. And so what I found is like this soul vibe pedal. I think can get me there. So they uh, they connect univibe or the vibe pedal with david gilmore tone okay yeah so that helps yeah yeah but it's a little bit of but i'm not i'm not pushing it into like big giant atmospheric like massive delay and course it's not that at all um on a on a mooger fuger you can get those um you know you've got i mean there's different kinds of movie first but um you can get a lot of those kind of tones. Um, I don't know. It's just, it's, it's kind of hard to describe. You hear it and you're like, that's a sound. I just want that. I want that sound. Um, We're not judging you. Yeah, I think oh, yeah. You're, you're not. Some of us are. Stop being so defensive, man. <laughs> Anyways. But the cool thing is, again, it's not 300 bucks. It's 50 on reverb. Um, I think brand new, they're probably like 89 or something like that. Um, but another one is a black cat vibe. Uh, but th- that's like 300 bucks. Mm. So I'm like, yeah, no, I'm not, I'm not into doing that. If it was something I was using like as a signature sound. Right. Right. Um, but I, I would likely have it on quite a bit cause it just, it's just got that thing. Just got that little extra bit. You ain't got that thing unless you got Right. That. Things. Jeff, what do you want? Just what are you yeah, jonesing? Stop. Jeff, what are you jonesing for? 
Didn't I already go? Did you? I don't know. Did no, I? you didn't. No. Damn, no. 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 I forgot completely what I was jonesing for. Oh. Amplitude 4. I don't think that was it. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure no. it was. Hurry, because we got to get to our top four. Pause. You can't pause. You got to go. I forgot. <laughs> Worthless. <laughs> we covered right. it. Yeah. It'll we come did. back. I, we'll I, pick I, it up on yeah. the next Okay, one. yeah. We're going to do this so. many, many times again. Yeah, you kind of just got just what you jumped in for, so that's all right. Got Jones. Okay, so um, we came up with a segment that we're pretty excited about called Top Four, yeah. which is not really new if you think about things. But our top fours are going to change every every week which again is not new in the world of top anything but it's new for us so our um our top four this week is for our first top four our inaugural top four inaugural rural juror (laughs) (laughs) anyways um top what is we're gonna go around and we're each gonna tell each other what our top star guitar is okay so Think of the of a guitar Uh-oh. that like defines the uh, you know the star you're 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 thinking of, or or is just a, a definitive guitar like that. I know that one, that right there. Jay and I are totally gonna pick the same. Oh thing. boy, you are. Oh, yeah, I you saw know. my list. I uh, saw your list. Uh, I don't know. Is that uh, well? That's we, a good thing, right? We, we haven't discussed this beforehand, so this is all surprising to everyone. <laughs> Yeah, All right. Controversy. Okay, so well, I get to go first. <laughs> yeah, you, no, Jay, no, you no. Go yeah, first. you have talked a lot in this yeah, one. Yeah. Go ahead, talk. you do it. Well, I four bases. Right? Well, no, you no just, one. You just gotta, one. Oh, the top so one. We have our collective. Top oh, four. I see. Oh, so I've got to. Well, I've got to make a decision here because I've got four listed. All right, the top one would be Fender Mustang bass, right? Really? Yeah. No, that's for Star's guitar. Yep. So this Tina Weymouth. Tina Weymouth yeah. from the the Talking Heads. Yep. Okay. Her her bass, right? Yep. Okay. Because, and here's why. And I've never played. I've Tell o- me why. I've only played one, like just a little bit. And typically, I would. Uh, yeah, I thought, well, it's like a maybe it's too much like a toy or something. But I, I played one a few times, and it felt really good. And I'm yeah, a little. Things don't really have like the greatest reputation. Like no, Mustang guitars or basses. Might want to get. Might might want to do some different pickups, maybe, but yeah. but I don't know. I, I wanna I wanna give it a whirl, having never really played played one a lot, but I've always wanted one because they're small, and I'm yeah. a little dude, and it's uh, a little bit easier to move around on it. But you have yeah. a big heart. <laughs> thank thank you very much. So yeah, and if I had to pick one, it'd be the '67. I don't think that's exactly the one she she probably had a bunch of them. I, I don't know. Like a, so, a vintage one. Yeah yeah yeah. So hers, yeah. I get well. It's star guitar, so yeah, it's whatever her guitar yeah. was. What color was hers? She had she had a red one. She came so red, candy. Can so candy red, white pickguard. I'm assuming yeah. white pickups. Black, I'm black I pickups. Think. Yeah. But but I'm kind of this is the they, one I know that, the least about least about. Are they in the Are they in the same? So I would assume that the Mustang bass would have. Uh, them in the same sort of positions as the Mustang guitar, or is it like one pickup? No, it's like they're stacked. They're they're next like to each base? other. Like yeah. a P? it's like a little bit like a P. Let me make sure. Minister of Information's checking it out. I'm just gonna on his star guitar. Yeah, there's. They, so I just want to make oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Look at that. Yeah. 
Okay. So, so are you a huge fan of this person as well, or is it just the, recognizable guitar? Talking that, Heads. Well, so I, I became a fan much yeah, later. Like, she's, well, she's a real minimalist player, and like as I got older, like at first I, I wanted like a you know flashy. I don't know. Carl Thompson, ever seen or, those. you know, something like super like. But I like have a lot of appreciation for for her playing style. It's just kind of well, it's kind of cool because it. So it's an offset body with a P bass style pickup setup. Oh. And it also, but it has that like jazz or Jaguar plate. Yeah. Right. For the controls. Yep. And it's, so it's kind of like scale. taking all the things that, that, and it's short scale and it probably weighs a whole lot less. Yeah. That's cool. Is it like a, is it the big giant fender headstock like on a P, on a P base? Yeah. It's a big, it's, the big scroll. Yep. Cool, man. I dig it. So is that your pick as well? No. Nope. <laughs> All right, you? let's go to a guitar so yeah, we don't exactly. get let's not get heavy on the bass. Uh, why not? Okay. All right, I'll say the guitar. Uh, Gretsch. Wait a minute. Oh, oh shocker. Is that the same one that you picked? No. No. I would have never We all guessed you were going to pick Oh, I know you Eddie Van Halen's Frankenstein. But right. I mean at the time. Mine's probably a surprise too in that matter. Back in the day, yeah. It was okay, so right now, what is it? Eddie Van Halen guitar, but today it's more of, I'm super intrigued by this guitar. I have been for a long time just because it's, it's, hmm. it's like candy it's like on a, work, a guitar. It's a work of art. What's yes. The, you mean the Gretsch, the modeling on a Gretsch? Uh, well, it's, so it's also synonymous with the musician as well. Which Are you is, going Mick Ronson? I thought you were going to uh, guess. Wait, he, he played a... He played a Brian Setzer? Yes, there you go. Really? What? Yes. Just for the record, I had Mick no, Ronson played a Gibson. So. I had no idea that you were into Brian Setzer. I didn't say I was like fascinated with Brian Setzer. Oh, but just his That's guitar. Crazy. I'm saying I'm fascinated with that type this of guitar. This white falcon. Giant jazz. Big giant white falcon. Yeah. Guitar with all the candy. Holy moly. Look at that. Yeah, that's, those, your, those, that's your number one star guitar. They are beautiful. I mean, as a guitar and in white, though, right? With yeah. a genre, like a, a white person. Gretsch Falcon, it's or or very, an orange one. His what has color? the little the die the dice on the. I'm just fascinated when I look at that thing and watch him play it. It's like, yeah, it looks like you shouldn't be able to play yeah, it that well, it's right? Crazy, because if you ever play it, one of those things are hard to play. They're not super easy to play. Yeah, they're strung super tight. And like the stuff he does with it is pretty amazing. So, uh, yeah, it's more of look at all that bling on there. It feels it, that that's the kind of guitar you look at and you go, "That's gonna that's gonna take a lot of work." Yeah. But conversely, so I almost went down that pa- I I okay. almost went down the same path, but for very different reasons. Because Billy Duffy is one of my all time guitar heroes, and he plays. I mean, he's got his own signature Gretsch. Uh, as well, and so I mean, who doesn't? He's played those yeah. things out anymore. <laughs> yeah, when well, he's kind, he's a, kind of a smaller dude too, so it actually makes it look even yeah. cooler because yeah. it's like it's a giant guitar, um, and he plays a white one, and their whole stage setup is all black, so like that's cool too. But um, but I didn't pick that. Mm. But I'll save mine so that we so we're gonna stagger it. bass right. guitar, bass. Yeah, um, it's funny because I mean it's. You know, I, I consider Jay more of the, the bass person. Uh, my my background is definitely in bass. So um, one of the th- 
on that bent, there's a lot of great guitars that I absolutely love, but I'm going to save that for some other time. Number one for me has got to be uh, the Carl Thompson Les Claypool six-string fretless rainbow bass. Um, I I don't know what it is about bass guitars that I feel, you know, almost outside of the uh, Gretsch, um, that basses are really more works of art than guitars are. I know know that's kind of perhaps blasphemous in in Uh, some people's books, but... The the wood choice. So that's interpretive, because if you say it's a work of art, like the work of art, I know where you're going. But right off the bat, like... Someone could say, no, 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 that's not even true at all because most bases most bases are slab bodies. What about some like hollow bodies and stuff? But I think you're going to actual like not bling in the sense of a Gretsch bling, right? But bling in the sense of I'm going to use 16 different like rare woods Inlays, and I mean, make yeah. it yeah. insane. Yeah, I mean and carving and all that business. Well, even with that base, is just that weird notch at the bottom for for the bridge. I mean. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, Those are that's a string through too. Yes, I, there's so much character to this bass, um, and I, I just remember seeing. I mean, it would be weird if he was playing like a P bass or something. I mean, like, well, right? yeah, you know, I mean, I'm it, sure he does. He did on one, sausage but, for the, yeah. Well, yeah. He, he was a jazz bass on that. He, yeah. He's he's a big fan of jazz basses, um, so it, it is kind of weird that he'll he went from that to to um, uh, his own Carl Thompson. I just remember. Gosh, that thing's got to be expensive. What's it like? Eight thousand, ten thousand dollars? It's got to be. I up could there. see. I could see it being ten grand, easily. I, I have no idea. I'm just making that so, up. But so, do you like it because of the styling or because of who is playing it? So that, you know, that's a good question. Um, you know, this I discovered both Les Claypool Primus and henceforth the Carl Thompson bass all around the same time. I mean, I was I was pretty green behind the ears as a musician. I don't think that's the term. What? what? <laughs> oh yeah, you're right. Wet behind the ears. Wet behind the ears and <laughs> green. green. Green with envy. That's, but I think we should start that. We should start we that. We got two new words today. I'm, I've been awake since 3.30 in the morning. I'm pretty green behind the ears. <laughs> so yeah. Wet behind the ears. As a young musician, you know, and it's like I'm, I'm discovering these oddities, you know, just things that, that you know, broke convention um, as I discovered them. You know, it's um, well, the first time you heard if you were a bass player and the first time you heard Primus play something when, like, when, when you're a kid, well, at least for me, it was like, holy crap, what? this is totally different than like anything else. Yeah. yeah even like, if you weren't a bass player. Yeah. It was like. And you're like, then you watched a couple of videos, and you're like, "What is that crazy?" Yeah, thing? and you couldn't get a good look at it because you know, you you know, unless you VCR taped it. Well, his right. hands are all over the thing, so it's yeah. hard to even. Yeah. I mean, it was really. It's it's a vivid memory uh, discovering Primus. I, I don't know. Should I? Do you guys want to hear it or no? no. Not right now. Not right we now. don't have time for that. No. But we will have time for it later because we'll get into influences really and and what's driven us to where we are now. But I that we do want to hear okay, that. Okay, I'll table it for some other. But I think yeah. to your point though, the instrument needs to be representational of the artist too, right? Exactly. I, so, yeah, it goes hand so in hand. So yeah, you when you see that, you think of him. Duh! It's Primus. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Duh. Duh. <laughs> What are you, green behind the ears? <laughs> <laughs> I hate you. All right. You. So, I okay. I, just for curious. So, did every, what, did, what did you guys think I was going to pick? Mm. 
I uh, I didn't. I don't know. It's you have so many genres of guitars that you like. I so. Another telly or something, I guess. I, I thought so. I was going to pick a very very famous telly from. A, a, an absolute hero of mine, Joe Strummer. But you don't like tellies. I've got two of them. Dude, we've had I, this conversation. I love tellies. Oh, no, no, I'm sorry. Again, woke up at 3.30, I'm thinking stress. <laughs> right. Okay, that's another That's another segment on its own, which is, what guitars do you hate? <laughs> and I'll get into that later. Top hated guitars. Top, yeah, top hated. Uh, yeah. That's so next week. Top, top four guitars you hate. <laughs> okay, so this one... Um, I mentioned I'm really into Brit Brit Rock. Um, so I picked Noel Gallagher's Union Jack Epiphone Sheraton. Interesting choice. Totally, hmm. totally iconic. But you own one, don't you? I own a Sheraton. Yeah. I don't own a Union Jack Sheraton. Okay. And I would I don't think I would because it isn't it. It's like having a having a copy of an iconic guitar. Yeah. It's kind of yeah. weird. Like, yeah. Yeah. if you're paying like crazy money to yeah. own like a copy of a Van Halen Frankenstein, it's it's just a little yeah. weird. Yeah. Um. But what I the reason that I picked that one. Um. So first of all, just about the guitar. It, he he he. It had. Um, it wasn't a Sheraton the way that like the Sheraton Two is. So it had um, a, a frequencer, what was called a frequencer tailpiece, which is kind of like an offset um, trapeze tailpiece, uh, and like more common on on heavy duty jazz instruments. So that was a little bit weird, and it wasn't like a true. I guess what, it was more like a Riviera, so not like a casino, but yeah. a Riviera. Yeah. So he had like a Riviera tail Riviera tailpiece on a Sheraton. Um, and um it was it completely embodied and defined that moment in time in music which was a very explosive one like they owned the world and and at that point in time and they're you know selling out wembley like three four nights in a row like hundred thousand hundred thousand hundred thousand like just killing it and that was that was the uh what's the story morning glory tour yeah which is important because I remember exactly where I was the very first time I heard that song. Can't tell that story. Yeah, they, but I won't tell that, that song story. That yeah, <laughs> that's that's another one. We'll get into that. So, anyways, it was it was really that was a hard call because I was like, oh, it's got to be Joe Strummer's Telly, and I was like, no, it, it isn't because th- this like if I was gonna hang one on my wall, um, I, I just that's when I completely fell in love with an entire new. Uh, type of music and and um and he didn't you know he didn't use it throughout the career it was like that that was a moment in time and that's all it was um so for that for that reason i picked that as my number one star guitar dig it yeah man yeah cool i've never seen that (laughs) 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 never seen this guitar before really yeah that Do might you like be, it? That might be because I it's just I never so, it's went like, down that. It's so ballsy. That it's genre. So ballsy. It's like deep. I'm going to come out on stage. It would be the equivalent of I guess a country star from from you know current time coming out with the Star Spangled one, which those I think or, they they do that all the time. <laughs> yeah, right. the hee-haw. Well, the hee-haw, <laughs> Yeah, the Buck Owens like. He had, you got to give it to him too for that. Yeah, Buck Owens is fantastic. Hell yeah. And that telly, like they remake that telly. Actually, there's one down the street. What? 
Oh, yeah, that's right. The, I at, uh, about that. Not Lev's, Liberty Pawn Shop. Yeah. They've got Let's a go Buckle on's Telly. We, we need to go down tomorrow. there. Yeah, all right. But for right now, we're going to kill this. Good nighty night. <laughs> Until next time. Until we meet again. Jeff, say something. Uh, Bye, now. Seriously, I forget. Don't buy that amplitude it's nonsense. Oh, that's it for these knobs. Please join us on facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash guitar knobs and tell us what you think and share your stories and guitar stuff along with ours. You can also find us at twitter.com forward slash guitar underscore knobs and also at our website at guitarknobs.podbean.com.